I'm James Shun. I'm an elder here at CCC. Uh, this is Chris. Chris is can you This is Chris. Now I'm Chris talking. It's me. I'm uh, Chris. Uh, lived here in Beijing for about nine years with my family. About two months ago, we tried this for the first time, using my heart language, Chinese, to, uh, to preach to everyone. And at that time, Jeff Stege was the translator. And so now we're trying it again. 那个时候呢，我们做了一次呃调查，呃问了一下大家喜欢这样的一种方式吗？啊，百分之八十七的啊，我们的这些弟兄姐妹们，他们说希望啊再一次听到这样的一种方式的讲道。And then doing a survey afterwards, we found that about 87% of the congregation was in support of periodically doing this way of preaching again. So this is the second time today. So I'm going to start with the story. There was a wife who was a, a Christian, and actually she was a very capable lady, and she sort of functioned as the head of the family. Now her husband was not a Christian. He was also not quite as capable as his wife, but he wanted to do something impressive. And so he started a small business, but soon all the investment was lost. So then he had to look for a job, but no company hired him, and he was jobless and doing nothing at home. The wife was very critical of her husband. She said to him that, I told you you were not a businessman, and you wouldn't listen to me. And she urged him, don't stay at home, go out and find a job. Uh, so he started to go out during the night, but this was not to find a job, it was to go out and drink. Almost every night he would come back late and was very drunk. The wife thought about divorce, but she remembered that she couldn't divorce because she's a Christian. She was very frustrated and unhappy, and so one day she went to her pastor to get help. Now, so far, this is a very typical story. It could happen in your life. It could happen in my life as well. My wife, Joanne, and I, we are speakers with a ministry called Family Life, and we find these kind of wives all the time. Mm. 
But the story becomes very interesting, interesting at the following point. After hearing everything she complained about, the pastor asked the wife, Sister, don't you realize you are already dead? Do you know what the pastor means by saying you are already dead? We as Christians should know, uh, but many people, including myself, were often not so sure. We always talk about Jesus died, and so we are saved, and we are alive. We just seldom think about this death with Jesus. The Apostle Paul mentions the word death 71 times in the book of Romans, among which many times this is talking about Christians' death. Let's read Romans chapter 6. If you can't see the words up on the screen, you can turn in your Bibles to Romans chapter 6, starting at verse 3. Let's read in the language you're most comfortable with. If it's Chinese, uh, read along with James. If it's uh, English, read along with me. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also will live with Him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over Him. For 
The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So we see just in seven verses of Scripture, Paul uses the word death many, many times. Now, what does this death with Christ in this passage really mean? The meaning is that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Or the meaning is been set free from sin. Now, Paul used three ways to describe this death in order to leave us a deeper understanding. Okay. Um, in verse 6, we are crucified with, with Jesus. Verse 4, we are buried with Jesus through baptism. Verse 5, we are united with Jesus in a death like His. It's hard to really understand the meaning of die with Jesus because we don't have the experience of ever dying. In, in baptism, we immerse our bodies into the water, but still this experience can't really be comparable to a being crucified or being buried. At the baptism ceremony, we often talk more about our new identity, our new beginning, our new life. Like when we move to a new school or join a new company or get married, we also talk about this kind of new beginning or this new identity. Uh, it's like a story about a, a new husband that had kind of forgotten about going to live with his new wife, and so we, when he went home, he just went home to be with mama. But a new uh, company, a new marriage, a new situation in life, we hardly ever really relate that to a kind of death. So 
So Paul doesn't talk about this death as, oh, this is something you've definitely experienced, but he talks about this as a fact or a kind of knowledge. So to reveal this truth to us, Paul uses this word know three times in this passage. In verse 3, he asks, or don't you know? In verse 6, he says, for we know that. And then again in in 6, 9, Paul says, for we know that. 通常我们受洗之后呢，信心满满，期待开始一个新的生命，这是一个成圣的生命、得胜的生命，或者是一个圣洁的生命。When we become Christians or when we're baptized, we expect we will be able to have a holy life, a victorious life. 嗯，刚才我们在这个嗯受圣餐之前，这个 Craig 让我们大家都能够回想一下我们上一周所做的事，我也回想了。我发现我做了很多我不应该做的事，就是我们说的罪。Just now, as we were preparing to take communion, Craig invited us to think back on this week. What are the things we did? What are some of the things that we shouldn't have done? And it really caused me to think back and said, "Yeah, there were a lot of things I should not have done." 呃，两年前我们有一个弟兄的退休会，我准备了一些问题和信息和大家分享。Two years ago, we had a men's retreat, and I prepared some questions and a message uh, for some small group discussion. One of my questions was, are you living a victorious life right now? And we can understand a victorious life as uh, winning the battles over our sin. Most of the 40 men attending the, the retreat did not feel that they were living in victory over sin, and I was one of them. And so that's why I'm asking this question here in the first place. So so it looks like I am not the only one who oftentimes has this feeling of being defeated. This situation really deeply bothers many decent Christians. Many times our non-believing friends point out to us, you Christians are no different than we non-Christians. So in Romans 7:18, Paul points out this struggle, this struggle that all of us Christians have, this inner struggle um, that we all experience. In Romans 7:18, he says, "For I know that good itself does not dwell in me; that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out." So, we say, "Sin is not the same as sin is dead."
Therefore, dead to sin does not mean sin is dead. 但是神明明白白的给我们这样的应许，我们基督徒可以和必将战胜罪，过得胜的生活。However, God promises to us that we, as His followers, can and will have victory. 呃，实际上有很多的经文，这里我们呢念两段，有一段在胶片上，我先念一段不在胶片上的。So many examples of scripture that that point us to this, and so I'm going to read one that's that's not from the book of Romans; it's from a different book. Hmm. This is in Galatians chapter five, verse fourteen. Ah, uh, is this said? But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession, and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of Him everywhere. Because we in God's presence, whether in the redemption of men or the redemption of men, have the aroma of Christ. For we are to God, this verse 15. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. 下面这一段我是打在胶片上面，是《哥林多后书》第三章。啊，圣经是这样教导我们：我们众人既然敞着脸，就得以看见主的荣光，好像从镜子里面反照，就变成主的形状，荣上加荣，如同主从主的灵变成的。And in Second Corinthians chapter thirteen verse eighteen says, "And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory." Are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. 那么我们就有这样的一个问题：我们如何变成神的形象，变成主的形象呢 ？But the question is, how can we be God's aroma? How can we be transformed into Christ's image? 首先，为了战胜战胜罪，我们应该认识到，我们向罪已经死了，已经死了。To overcome sin, we first need to realize that we are dead to sin. 有这样的一个故事哈、啊。Here's a story. 在一辆出租车里边呢，乘客呢就拍了一拍这个司机的肩膀，想问一个问题。There was in a taxi. There was a passenger, and he's in the back seat. And he taps on the shoulder of the driver because he wants to ask the driver a question. 没想到这个司机呢，就大大的受到了惊吓，开始尖叫起来。一会儿呢，司机认识意识到他是在开出租车，所以呢，就对这个乘客啊啊说：“对不起啊，我呢是第一天开出租车，我以前过去几年当中一直是开零车的。” And then, when he realized he was driving a taxi, he calmed down and he apologized to the passenger. And he said, "I'm sorry. Th- this is my first day driving a taxi. You see, for many years, I was the driver of a hearse." 呃，同样的道理，我们基督徒常常以为我们还在这个灵车里边，我们忘记了我们已经从罪的枷锁当中解放了。And in the same way, we Christians often forget. That you know, we often forget our true identity. We we think we're still in the hearse, like that driver. We forget that the chain of sin has been broken. 虽然这个
呃锁链的锁已经被打开了，但是我们的这个两个手仍然还戴着这个锁链。Even though the chain is broken, we're still wearing it. We act as if a slave, even though the king of sin is already dead. 虽然罪的主人已经被打败了，但是我们仍然活着像奴隶一样唯唯诺诺。Yeah, living like slaves instead of、uh, children of the king. 今天我们还无法摆脱黄色图片，因为我们以为我们的肉体是不可战胜的。Some of us are still addicted to pornography because we thought that our flesh is invincible. 今天我们还在说谎，因为我们还在乎我们那么多年我们在人们心中的好人的那个形象。We still lie today because we thought that we needed to protect our old good man image. 今天我们还在愤怒，因为小时候我们被受伤的那个伤疤。We still get angry because our wound caused by the hurt in our childhood is still there. 我想我们大家已经知道，耶稣的死，这个第一大能是为我们的罪支付了赎价。We all know it very clear that Jesus' death not only paid the penalty for our sin. Uh, such messages have been emphasized very regularly in the church. 就像我们刚才在做圣餐的时候，我们又重新。来纪念啊，这样的一个救恩。Just now, as we were taking communion, we were remembering this kind of saving grace for us.、嗯、我们还应该知道，耶稣的死的第二大能是让救我和耶稣一同死。也就是说，我们不再是罪的奴隶，我们罪的这个啊，这个锁链已经被打开了。But we need to remember the second great truth of Jesus' death for us is that He has broken the power of sin, and that we no longer have to be slaves to sin and live in the chains of sin. 那么，在这样认识的基础上面，保罗在罗马书第六章十一节当中给了我们一个非常宝贵而实用的教导，就是我们向罪当看自己是死的。So, based on such a truth, on such a fact, Paul gives us this very useful, this invaluable instruction for our daily life in Romans 6:11. Count yourselves dead to sin. 最近呢，我在规划自己的下一个十年的职业生涯，因为我认为这是我最后工作的那么几年了。Recently, I've been doing some planning for the next ten years of my career,、uh, because very likely this will be the last ten years of my career before retirement. 我思考了很多，对比了很多不同的这个场景。我非常在意过去二十五年到三十年自己所谓取得的成绩，以及在这个业界所留下的一个好的口碑。So I've been doing a lot of thinking about different scenarios. I've been thinking a lot about the last twenty-five years. What have I accomplished?、Um, I care so much about my achievements. I care about the reputation I've established.、Mm-hmm. 我呢担心呢，我把以前的这些成绩呢和努力浪费掉。我也想在最后的几年当中，再能够获得一一枚奖牌，给自己的职业呢有一个完美的句号。And I don't want to waste all this experience. I don't want to waste these achievements.、Um, I'm really trying to gain this final trophy to have this beautiful ending to the story of my career. 所以我越想呢，压力越大。But the more I think about it, the more stressed out I get. 在五个星期前，在我的家乡杭州呢，我听到了一篇讲道，就是关于与耶稣同死的这样的信息。Five weeks ago, I listened to a sermon in my hometown of Hangzhou, and it was about dying with Jesus. 所以我突然意识到我已经死了。在我考虑下一个工作呃的时候，所谓的口碑
所谓的骄傲，所谓的成绩已经微不足道，因为我已经死了。And I suddenly realize I'm dead already. Why am I thinking about my next career stage? When I'm thinking about that, I can be dead to my reputation, dead to my pride, dead to my wealth. 这样作为一个已死的人，我还能失去什么呢？这样我的压力就消失了。So if I'm already dead, what do I have to lose? So the stress goes away. 嗯，第二个例子是有关我和我妻子和啊孩子的沟通。Another example has to do with my communication with my wife and my children. 以前我和他们交交流的时候，常常感觉到他们不尊重我。I often have felt that they don't respect me. 我要不就是和他们争吵，要不就是和他们保持距离来保护自己。I either argue with them or I just keep distance from them in order to protect myself. 这样的话呢，我们我和他们的关系实际上是越来越疏远，和他们的交流的时间越来越少。But that leads to us spending less time together, and our relationship becoming more and more distant. Today, when I have realized that Jesus is alive with Christ, that I have died together with Christ, when I feel that I have been hurt, I tell myself that I have already died. Safety for me is gone. For a dead person, how can I be hurt? So if I'm feeling pain as far as communication with my family, I can remember I'm already dead to this sense of insecurity. I'm dead to selfish selfishness. So no one can hurt a dead body. So in the front of sin, we need to count ourselves as dead to it. We need to count ourselves as dead to it. We need to count ourselves as dead to it. And we need to count ourselves as completely dead to sin. So, in the Romans chapter, why does Paul use death and not use what we usually use now, broken, uh, that broken heart or um, self-deprivation? Yeah, So I think "dead" is much more a much more accurate term to use because if you're dead, you are completely broken, completely self-denied. We know that when a person dies, it doesn't matter which organ or which part of the body is affected, his or her whole body is dead. When a person is dead, no matter which part caused the death, the whole body is dead. So after becoming a Christian nine years ago, I thought, well, what I need to improve are my weaknesses. I'm willing to get rid of these bad things in my life. But I didn't want to give up the good aspects of my old self. I thought these so-called merits—they were what defined who I am and why people praise me, why people like me. You may be curious what these merits are. I often confirm that these merits are hard work, hard work, hard work. 
You might be curious as to what I thought you know, these old merits of mine were. They're drivenness, uh, being hardworking, thriftiness, persistence, and kindness. 我一直把这些优点当作是我宝贵的财富。我认为它让我完成了大学，进入了研究院，也找到了一个好的工作。I considered these strengths as my experience, uh, my wealth. They took me through college. They gra- they took me through graduate school, get, uh, finding a decent job, and they brought me so-called success. 而且我们所谓人间的智慧也常常说。I thought, you know, I don't need to deny these merits. It's just that would be kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But the truth is not such. Just as Paul said, there is no goodness in my flesh. Therefore, when we died with Jesus, the good part of my old self also died, as well as the bad parts. In my nine years of Christian life, because I didn't want to completely die with Jesus, I found that my transformation has been very slow. Because it's only if we realize that we are completely dead to sin, only if we count ourselves very dead to each sinful thought, sinful action, can we be alive to God in Christ Jesus. 要克服罪，保罗在罗马书第八章当中给了我们第二个非常宝贵的生活的指南，就是说我们要跟随圣灵，不要随从肉体。To overcome sin, Paul also gives us the second practical principle in Romans 8, that we should live according to the Holy Spirit, not live according to the flesh. 嗯，这边我来读这个两节这个经文哈。Romans 8, 5, and 6. Those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. 再进一步，为了使我们能够有一个得胜的新生命，向神活，神给了我们一个最终的力量和最佳的解决办法。So and also, also to, in order to let us be alive to God, God has given us this ultimate power and this solution.就是让基督为我们活。is to let Jesus Christ live for us. So, Therefore, in order to overcome sin, there's three steps. First, count ourselves dead to sin. Secondly, live according to the Holy Spirit. And thirdly, let Jesus live for us. 
所以今天我们的信息主要是关于第一点，就是怎么来认识我们和神同死，或者我们向罪已经死了。以后我们有机会，我们可以再来分享第二步，就是跟随圣灵生活，和第三步，让耶稣为我们活。So today our message focuses on the first step, being dead to sin, having died with Jesus, and in the future we'll share more about the truth of living according to the Spirit and letting Jesus live for us. 嗯，那么我们呢，再来读一段经文啊，来鼓励我们自己。这是在哥林多后书没有在这个胶片上面，第四节，呃，第四章的第十十节，身上常带着耶稣的死，使基督的身也显明在我们身上。So let's apply Second Corinthians 4:10 into our lives. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Okay. 那么大家问我们刚才开头讲了一个故事，故事的结尾是什么呢 ？So getting back to our original story with the wife and the husband.、Uh, How's it turn out? 妻子回了家，她的脑子里边一直在回想牧师的这个问题：你难道不是已经死了吗 ？The wife went back home with this question echoing through her head. Do you realize that you are already dead? 那一天呢，和往常一样，她的丈夫呢，到了晚上呢，就出去就喝酒，然后呢，喝醉了以后呢，又回家。So as usual, the husband went out that night, came back drunk. The wife didn't say anything. 嗯，他呢，嗯，回来以后呢，啊，妻子没有说话，而是帮助丈夫进了家门，啊，洗脸洗脚，并且呢，把他放到床上。啊，并且呢，给他准备了茶，能够醒酒。So she didn't say anything. Instead, she helped him get in the house, cleaned his face, washed his feet, carefully placed him on the bed. She even also prepared some tea for him to help reduce his headache. 嗯，第二天呢，那个丈夫醒了以后呢，完全不记得晚上妻子所做的事，因为他非常醉，所以呢，第二天他又出去喝酒了。The next day, when he woke up, he didn't really remember what happened the last night because he was so drunk. So that night, he went out to drink again. 那么回来以后呢，妻子呢又做了同样的帮助他的这样的事，然后呢，这样一直持续了将近三十天。But when he returned, the wife helped him again in the same way without any complaining. 有一天晚上呢，这个丈夫呢没有出去。然后呢，妻子呢就非常好奇地问他说：“今天你怎么不出去啊？” So one night later, the husband finally didn't go out, and the wife thought, "Huh, this is strange." So she asked him, "Why are you not going out today?" 丈夫说：“家里变了。” He said, "Something is different at home now." 呃，妻子说：“什么东西不一样呢？” She said, "What is different?" 丈夫说：“你变了。” The man said, "You are different." Um. 然后呢，丈夫还接着问啊，就是说是什么让你变的？耶妻子呢说呢，耶稣让我改变了，我已经不再是从前的我。He asked her, "What made you change?" And she said, "Jesus changed me." She said, "I'm no longer me." 所以丈夫说，哦，这个基呃，耶稣基督是那么神奇啊，那我也跟你到教会去看一看。And he said, "If Jesus is this powerful, I want to go to church and learn more about him." 然后
And the husband stopped drinking, and a couple years later, he became a Christian. That's how the story turned out. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You told us the message about the great power of the cross. Thank you, God, for paying for the penalty of our sin. And today we also want to thank you about the power you have given us to overcome sin. We ask your Holy Spirit to constantly remind us that we have already died. We also ask you, Holy Spirit, to guide our thoughts, our words, our actions. Heavenly Father, you know that we desire a holy life and a victorious life. We know that you have already given this to us. You have already given us victory and holiness in what Jesus has done for us. If we let Jesus live for us, we can then experience this holiness and this victory. Heavenly Father, we thank you for such a precious victory, precious power you've given us. We thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.